hot news coming out of Cali. Um, you know, on one hand, we had all the Uber news that we talked about on our last episode of Business Casual. Um, but this time, we're chatting about solar energy in California. So recently, uh, there was a California bill that was signed by Governor Newsom. Uh, this was in the first week of September. And basically, it's a bill that's protecting tax protections for rooftop solar installations. So this uh, started back in 2013 um, that California allowed for energy generated by rooftop solar to be explicitly exempt from taxation from cities and counties utility users tax. Um, And basically there was a provision. It lasted through about 2019. They voted to extend this exemption for another seven years that was set to expire in December. Um, So... We're seeing California further try to incentivize people to go solar and in a really independent way, too. I mean, California leads the country in solar right now. It has enough solar installed to power 6.5 million homes. It gets about 19 percent of its energy in solar, Hmm. almost a fifth of its energy from solar, which is pretty incredible. That is pretty incredible. And prices are down 34% over the last five years for solar products. So it's becoming a, just a generally more democratized product, mm-hmm. more accessible product. Yeah. Um, it's created 76,000 solar jobs in California. So the solar industry in California is exploding and it's continuing to grow because of some of these direct incentives from the state government. Most definitely. Um The growth of solar in California hasn't come without some strains, though, which I think are important to talk about. There were some recent studies from ETH Zurich, which is in Switzerland. They pointed that the state's current plan, which actually now – so this is now a little outdated. But with the extension of the seven years, this this argument really isn't quite as relevant anymore. But it's still important to break down. Basically, before we renewed this, um, the plan was a bit outdated because the bill – could push people to rely less on the grid, which then put costs for electric utilities on a smaller group of people, pushing okay. up bills and making electricity more expensive in general. So that's like this this balance, right? As sure. you bring in something new to market that to some degree is, is a common, uh, like energy, um, but there is you know a public sector for it and a private sector for it, Balancing out how both can coexist is extremely crucial or else you end up sabotaging either the private sector or the public sector for energy. Um, But I just think in general, it's a really consumer empowering, decentralized approach to bringing solar to California and fostering it as a part of the community, as well as attempting to reach global emission standards and setting a precedent for the rest of the country. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this? This incentive from the uh, from the state government. So my question is: Is solar being, I guess, um, more more widely adopted by wealthy folks? I guess or wealthy residents of California, which then pushes those higher costs onto um, the lower income areas. Is that kind of what what that study from Zurich was saying? It, it basically, because basically, and this this plays into another chunk here I haven't mentioned yet, but. Solar has not, even though there's jobs, even though the price has gone down, there isn't total solar equity in California yet. Right. Recent study by the Energy Policy did the first peer-reviewed analysis on distributed solar adoption 
in disadvantaged communities. Very focused study, very new. They found that low income is a big factor in predicting who adopts solar, but Mm -hmm. more importantly, low educational attainment rates. So a general lack of access to information Mm -hmm. and education around energy policy, around solar versus paying for, you know, your utility bills, like it, it that's just not making its way to the average low income, maybe less educated member of a community. Sure. So, yes, basically solar because it's more still a little more accessible and a little more appealing to affluent people or just people that can afford to install full solar panels on the roof of their home that also obviously you have to assume that this is a homeowner, which is yeah. another kind of um, stratus that you have to break into. Um, yeah, it ends up pushing the burden of the social, the public network yeah. onto lower income families. So it's an interesting dynamic. Uh, I think in general, it's a great initiative. I mean, we're getting, I yeah, we're getting solar and we're seeing California set a standard for this is what a state can do to incentivize renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's a general issue with technology accessibility. I don't think it's unique to solar. I just think tech, access to tech, education around tech um, is still pretty limited and still pretty focused to people that can generally afford it or who have the public infrastructure to make it happen. So Yeah, yeah. and I think you're right about all the things that you've said. And also, it's probably worth pointing out that solar is still a maturing you know aspect right. of the energy industry and a maturing energy provider and so getting in at this point is probably smart because right. we're going to see it continue to become more efficient continue to get better and continue to probably uh, be a little bit cheaper moving forward and so exactly. getting in now is probably a good plan this was a snippet from business casual with daniel litwin and tyler kern your b2b morning radio show Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.